I adore you. They do that when they're five and six. After mm-hmm. that, forget it. It's gone. Like, yes. You're off that pedestal. You're on the ground and they're stepping <laughs> on you. So, <laughs> With dirty feet. <laughs> With dirty feet, no shoes. <laughs> yes. You're listening to the Nacho Kids Podcast, where we discuss all things step family related. Real stories, real people, real help. Your hosts are the creators of the Nacho Kids Method and the Nacho Kids Academy Step Family Coaching Team, Lori and David Sims. Welcome back, y'all. That's right. There is no mistake you are in the right place. Really? Yeah. It's not like you can like flip through the channels and just end up on it. <laughs> y'all, I found out something today. I've had my car for about five years, and there's this thing on my radio And I guess I was flipping through the sources and I stopped, right? And I'm not going to tell you what it is yet, but I stopped and all of a sudden this music started playing. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. So I hit like the next track, another song I'd never heard of. (laughs) And I look up and it says HDD. Right. Okay. I didn't know what that meant. Apparently David does. David? It's a hard disk drive. Yeah. My car's radio has a disk drive. And apparently, if you put CDs in, you can somehow have it record the CDs to the hard disk drive. That's cool. Can you record like live radio? I haven't figured all this out yet. My main concern is how to delete this nasty music I found on there. (laughs) Well, if it's recording from your CDs, you had to be listening to it. No, I bought this car used. Oh, and I thought I bought it from a little old lady until I listened to this music. Little old ladies can still listen to gangster rap. Dude, this is some bad stuff. So it will hold like 9,999 songs. I don't know why they couldn't make it hold 10,000. <laughs> but there's only 300 and something on there. Only 300 and something. So I need to figure out how to delete those. So that is my project tomorrow. Well, I'm I'm interested in hearing what they are now. <laughs> I'm not going to say. I know, but I'm going to go out there and sit in your car. <laughs> Have fun. Because some of them, I recognize the name of it, and I started playing it, and I'm like, that's not that song. But better yet, I want to figure out how to put music on there so I can put stuff on there. No. And that way, you can listen to what I want you to hear. Well, it says that automatically, when you put a CD in, it mm-hmm. will automatically record it. But that's not the case, because the CD that's in there is not on the songs. Hmm. It's turned off. Anyway. That's that's cool. Well, here's the thing, though, is if it will record live radio, I know what you're going to do. You're going to skip the commercials like you do on TV. Why would I record a commercial? Because when you record TV, it records commercials. Yeah. If you record live radio, it's going to record the commercials. I wouldn't record that part. Okay. You're going to drive down the road and you're going to pause it every time a commercial comes on. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't even figure out how to delete the songs that are on there. That's my point. Yeah. You don't need to be pushing buttons on anything while you're driving. I've well, seen I, the way I just, you drive when you don't have any distractions. You already scare me. Excuse me, mister. I got a ticket in Washington, D.C. from the speed camera. Well, I didn't get a ticket for running off the road. Well, I ain't ran off the road. You ain't got a ticket for running off the road. I ain't ran off the road. But you drive like a drunk driver. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Swerving all over the place. David is a button pusher, button pusher, button pusher. David is a button pusher. <laughs> okay. So anyway, it's kind of cool that I found that out today. There's also this one that says, aha. I don't know what that is. You didn't try it? 
I mean, that's the name of a group, so maybe that's what it is. Nothing happened. Did they start singing the only aha song that ever made it to the top 10? I Googled it because, you know, that's what we do. And it says, aha turns your favorite internet content into personalized on-demand radio stations. Listen to just about anything you want, including internet radio or virtually every music genre, podcast, audiobooks, blah, 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 blah. I don't know how to use that either. It sounds like a subscription to something. Well, what's that other one? Um, the radio that you can subscribe to. Sirius. Whatever it is. Sirius. Sirius. Sirius Radio. Yeah, Sirius. <laughs> well, it had that and it has that option. Yeah. But maybe this was replaced by the other one. I don't know. But anyway. Well, obviously too high tech for you to have. So you need to find you a, a dumb radio for that car. I'm good. Thank you very much. With your little backup camera. I love my backup camera. It's the best thing since sliced bread. Mm. Dave is just jealous he doesn't have a backup camera in his car. I don't know that I want a backup camera. I try to use them. I drive worse trying to look at the stupid backup camera. (laughs) And he's talking about me driving off the road. I can drive backwards just fine. Like I can I can look over the back of the seat. Well, you're you're taller than most people too. Huh? You're taller than most people, too. I know. But I can drive backwards like really fast and like sling the car around real quick. Well, that's because of your cop training crap. (laughs) Okay. We have lots of announcements. Uh, We do? Yes. Okay. The plan is October the 7th and 8th, I will be in Atlanta, Georgia at the Gangster Rap Expo. No. At the Ignite Women's Conference, this is a faith-based conference, and Laura Petherbridge and I will be speaking together on that Friday. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm very excited. Are you? Yes, I am. Can I come and watch? Nope. Bring some rotten tomatoes. Nope. (laughs) You're not a female. You will be there. No, I'm not. You will be there. I'm not. I've got a fake day, but I'm taking. Okay. Okay. That's good, because I'm going to stay home and have a staycation. What? No, yeah. you won't. You'll be gone. Me and Ziva going to party. All right. And this interview today is with a very, very special lady that has allowed us to be a part of a summit that she created last year and is doing this year, too. And who might that be? You know who it is? Who? Claudette Chenevere. I love her last name, Chenevere. <laughs> it sounds so much better than Sims. Hey, you better back up. <laughs> Maybe I should go, Sims. There you go. What's your name? Lori Sims. Well, I'm the only one that had a video game named after me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What's funny is when I sign checks, I apparently leave a hump out of the M, and so it says Sins. Yeah, sounds yeah. about right. I know, I know. <laughs> So David and I have had the pleasure of meeting Claudette and her husband, what, three times, David? I believe so, yeah. And we just love them to pieces. And we are thankful to be a part of the 2021 Ultimate Step Family Summit that she is hosting. This is a summit that will be held September the 15th, 16th, and 17th. All right. Does she have like a website you can go to? It's coming. Okay. The website is the 
stepfamilysummit.com. Easy peasy. And you can register now. It's free, but there are packages that you can buy to have unlimited access and VIP packages where you get to party with all of us virtually and all this happy stuff. So check it out, thestepfamilysummit.com. Cool. I'll be there. Yes, you will. <laughs> and it is September 15th, 16th, and 17th. So put it on your calendar. If it's free, it's from me. Oh, my gosh. All right. We're going to talk about something briefly before we get into this interview. What, my, my birthday? It is David's birthday, y'all. That's right, y'all. Everybody start what you're doing. Put your hands in the air like you just don't care. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Happy birthday, David. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. Uh, so anyway, for my birthday, all I ask you to do. Oh, gosh. All I ask is just leave us a review. Just go to your favorite place that you're listening and leave us a review if you want to do something fantastical for my birthday. That's fantastical. It. Yep. That's what I said. Is that a word? It is now. Okay. So thanks, everybody, for wishing me happy birthday. Well, hang on. You do, it's 50 years. I've been traveling around the sun. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say is we didn't say how old you were. I just did. He's a half a century old. That's right. And according He's to starting to smell like mold. <laughs> well, according to Lori, she says I'm having my midlife crisis, which means and his feet stay cold. I'm going to live to a hundred ish. Probably. Is, yeah, yeah. Because I got you know family just knocking on the door of a hundred. Yeah, your grandma's ninety six, right? Mm-hmm. And she's awesome, y'all. Like she cracks me slap up. <laughs> she's a mess. Yep. But what I wanted to talk about also was we had a visit from your oldest child. Oh, we did. Yep. And his new wife. Yep. And soon to be sweet baby. Yep. And it's so funny because this is the stepchild that I probably had the least connection with. Mm -hmm. So I thought things were kind of kind of be the same mm -hmm. between us. He talked to me. Yeah, this is the one. That you mentioned on the podcast before that you were driving down the road, taking him somewhere and you were like wondering if he was alive or not because right. he wouldn't talk to you. Right. You could ask him, do you want tea or water? And he would just stare at you <laughs> and he would not respond. This child spoke to me y'all a lot. He mm -hmm. probably talked to me more the first day he was here than he ever did the whole time he lived here. Yeah. Like, and he would initiate conversation with you. Not, I know. not just respond to you. I know. I was kind of shocked too. But, you know, he has been in Asia for what, four years? I don't know. But that one day he came outside. He's like, hey, Lori. I'm like, oh, he's talking to me. Yeah, I know. He and said, he asked me something. I'm like, huh, he knows my name. Yeah, he said something to me about, um, I don't remember what the topic was. And then he's like, yeah, me and Lori talked about such and such. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, y'all, I'm telling you. It's amazing. Just because you don't have a great relationship with your stepkids now doesn't mean that's how it's going to be. Mm -hmm. People change, circumstances change, but the thing that has to change more than anything a lot of times is you. Everybody that's getting ready to stop this podcast, don't. I'm going to get David under control. Don't worry. Well, look, there's something I heard earlier this week and it kind of caught me. It wasn't talking about step families, but 
the guy said, you have to shift your mindset from cause and effect to causing an effect. And I think that really hit me because when people say cause and effect, it's almost like there's some a loss of control there. Like you do something, but you don't, like you can't help how the effect happens. You might be able to, you know, do something about what the cause is, maybe, but it just it just seemed to me like there's this uncontrollable aspect of that cause and effect. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about causing an effect, like what can I do to cause an effect? Then it empowers you to look at situations and go, I have some control over this. And how things happen around me are within my control to some degree. So mm-hmm. don't look at the cause and effect of what's going on around you. Look at what you can do to cause an effect around you. I thought it was fascinating. Fascinatical? It was fascinatical. <laughs> well, it was great having them here. And I actually miss them. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to be able to crack on Avery a little bit. <laughs> And it was funny when his wife cracked on my son, <laughs> like, yes, I love it. I love it. Yeah. I think the more comfortable she becomes with the family, the more she'll blend in better. She's, she's reserved in the moment, which I don't blame her. Just, you know, meeting your spouse's new family. And this is her first time in the States, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's funny because we have all these conversations about, you know, what is it like where you're from? <laughs> do y'all do this? And <laughs> <laughs> David and I are so stupid, y'all. Okay, we know a lot of people that move from like China or something like that, and they choose an American name, right? Or Russia. <laughs> yeah, or Russia. So we asked her what her real name was, and she looked at us like we were crazy. And we're like, you know, your real name. <laughs> She's like, that is my real name. We're like, no, no, not your American name. (laughs) Like the name you were born with in the (laughs) Philippines, your real name. She said, that is my real name. We're like, oh, really? (laughs) Either that or she just doesn't want us to know who she really is. Ah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Secret. Yeah. She's running from the law. But I can't wait till November when we get to see sweet baby. Yep. Yep. It's going to be interesting being... A grandparent for the first time. I'm so excited. I've already bought so many clothes. You'll be a step-grandparent. Look here. We're going to have to come up with the the grand nacho. Nacho grand. Yeah, nacho grand. Nacho grandma. Nachograndkids.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, though, because we do have people that come to us from time to time, and they're like, well, my kids are older, and you know they got families of their own, and you know, do, am I still needing to do this Nacho Kids thing. And and we're like, uh, yeah, it never goes away. Well, you know, a lot of it depends. For instance, I don't think Avery's wife would be offended if I gave her certain advice, but Avery may be because I'm not his mom. Mm-hmm. Whereas she's not going to look at me as the stepmom as much. Nope. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Well, there's also not that emotional connection or... Um, having to choose size necessarily. Right. So it's going to be interesting. I'm going to be old lady with a ham sandwich. (laughs) I got to get me a shirt that says that. Yeah. I just, please, God, do not let this child call me granny. I think Um, it should call me Lala. Lala. Or Lolo. 
Ain't that one of the Teletubbies? Okay, we'll go with Lolo. <laughs> Everybody calls me Lolo anyway. You a Teletubby? No. Stop <laughs> making fun of my weight, David. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you Teletubby. <laughs> la, la, poo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, okay, one more thing. And I know we're going long here, but I've got to tell the story of my 50th birthday party outing. Oh, no. Please don't. <laughs> no. What do you mean, no? I know what's going to happen. <laughs> so, so uh, Lori decides to um, surprise <laughs> me and take me to one of the things I really love to do, which is an escape room. I love escape rooms. So she takes me uh, to this escape room. And if you've ever been to escape room, you know that they have like a, a story kind of of the room or what you're trying to do or what role you're playing. So in this particular escape room, we were on a train and we had to find these clues and, and release these souls that were trapped uh, on the train from an evil spirit. And then we had to no, stop. No, no, no. It wasn't an evil spirit. Where, where were you? <laughs> you didn't read anything, so I'll get to that part in a minute. Okay. <laughs> so, we and the last thing you have to do is you have to stop the train from crashing and killing everybody. So, we're, we're blasting through this thing. We're doing pretty good. We're finding clues. We get down to the last part. And apparently, if I'm understanding what happened, because we had, you know, multiple people there going in different directions, but... I think that Jackson ended up putting some uh, pieces into a motor and it started this timer. <laughs> at the same time. But I'm, we didn't know it started a timer. Right. At the same time, I'm finding this, this piece of paper that basically says, you know, these are the instructions to make sure you're taking the train the right way and not crashing and dying. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I hand her the paper and I'm like, here's the instructions on how not to crash the train. Read no, 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 no. Hang on. <laughs> this train was going to Waxhaw. Okay. There's a map above my head that says, here's such and such. Here's Waxhaw. Here's such and such on the right. So it almost looked like a cross. Okay. Well, we didn't want to go to the town on the left or the right because we were going to Waxhaw. Right? Right. However, Apparently, when I was trying to read the instructions on how to maneuver the train, you know, left or right by using these controls and all this stuff, this thing says 30 seconds left or something. And right before that, David said, we're running out of time. So I'm thinking we got 30 seconds and that's it. We do have 30 seconds. Well, you know, <laughs> so David hands me this piece of paper and I'm trying to read the other thing. And I'm like, I'm trying to read this. Well, the piece of paper he handed me said that the bridge was out on the way to Waxhaw. <laughs> yeah. And I handed it to her. Like, this is very important. You need to read this. What did she do? No, no, no. You did not. What did she do? She just sits it down in front of her. And then Why goes, couldn't you have read it? No, but listen. But then she says, we're going to Waxhaw. <laughs> we're already going the right way. So just make the train go faster. Because <laughs> it was going so slow. I didn't think we'd make it in 30 seconds. So she floors the train <laughs> toward the bridge that's out. And we die. And then the lady steps in the room and says, you're all dead. <laughs> I, I thought we won. I was like, 
I guess she decided she was going to jump the train across the bridge to the other side. I don't know. But that's the short story of how my 50th birthday was a train wreck. (laughs) (laughs) I had to make it memorable, y'all. It was definitely memorable. Well, you know, here's the thing. (laughs) If you go to an escape room with your spouse, you kind of have to take your feelings and leave them outside because David gets very aggressive and he doesn't realize it. And he starts treating everybody like they're idiots. I ain't going to say nothing about that. <laughs> and then he's like, well, you know, if y'all would read, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but yet here he is dictating stuff. And then he's like, if we could communicate, well, he doesn't listen. You can't communicate with a non-listener. Because I'd already solved one puzzle, and he's over there 20 minutes later trying to figure it out. That's because I saw somebody else in our group over there messing with it. And she said, I can't figure this out. And I'm like, okay, thought we already figured that out. I had. So I went over there and figured it out again. (laughs) Well, we did probably exceed the number of people that were supposed to be in the room. (laughs) and But that was okay, because I wanted everybody to be there. And it was still fun. But, of course, Avery says, you killed my wife. An unborn baby. <laughs> yeah. So David's 50th birthday was a train wreck. Yes, it was. Literally. Literally. And then to top it off, she Uh-oh. buys me this shirt. Oh. Which which is awesome. And actually is awesome because it says it's awesome. <laughs> it's got 1971, 50 years of being awesome. And I was like, this is cool. This is a very cool shirt. <laughs> so I put it on. <laughs> and apparently the person that was printing the shirts was drinking a lot because it was very crooked. <laughs> shirt. Yeah, it was nowhere near the center. And I was like, wow, my 50th birthday really is a train wreck. Um, of course, the, the birthday is as is, is you're listening today. But um, yes, Friday the 13th. Yeah, which... Thank goodness, because I was born on Friday the 13th, so this is like my luckiest day ever. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to the Friday the 13th birthday, because it doesn't come around, but once every few years, and it will be awesome. I thought about you and I just going to an escape room for your real birthday, mm-hmm. and then I figured no, because we would be fighting. You think? I don't know. You get frustrated easy, and then I just shut down and don't want anything to do with it. I don't get frustrated. Okay. It's funny that woman coming there. She goes, so who's all playing? I'm like, I ain't playing. This is serious. <laughs> <laughs> well, we may have to try another one and I'll let y'all know how David and I do if we go alone. Yeah. If anybody wants to challenge me to an escape room, step up. You hurt my feelings the last one we went to. I don't see how. I don't remember. You hurt my feelings so much. I think I hurt somebody else's feelings because she had a mirror that we needed to get out of the room. And she was worried about her makeup. And she's sitting there looking in the mirror, like messing with her makeup. And I'm like, where'd you get that from? Oh, I found it on the floor. I'm like, this is what I need. I need that piece to get out of this room. How long have you had it? Oh, no, about 10 minutes. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to choke you. Okay, I know this is going really long, but I've got to tell you this. We went with some of David's coworkers or employees, whatever you want to call them. And it was like the Amazon jungle or something. We thought we were almost done. Oh, no. We were on the fourth room and nowhere near being done. Yeah. And time ran out. But I have to say, we realized that there are some people that do not have a clue how to escape. (laughs) (laughs) 
they can't look at things and uh, analyze them. They have no analytical brain whatsoever. Like if you're trapped in a room with these people, you're, you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> so I told David the next person he hires, he needs to make them go through an escape room first. It's actually a good idea. It's a really good idea. All right. So let's get to listening to Claudette Chenever. Chenever. And- and myself as we talk about the 2021 Ultimate Step Family Summit that starts September the 15th, thestepfamilysummit.com. All right. First, here's a word about the nachokidsacademy.com. <laughs> there is a way to save your sanity and your relationship, and it's called the Nacho Kids Academy. In the Nacho Kids Academy, you will learn the skills and knowledge to properly nacho, techniques to handle step family challenges, ways to improve your communication, and much, much more. Visit NachoKidsAcademy.com and sign up today to join other step parents who are seeing the life-changing benefits of nachoing. Again, that's NachoKidsAcademy.com. Today, we have Claudette Chenever, the stepmom coach. Hey, Claudette, how are you? I'm great. Thanks, Lori, for having me. I'm so excited to be talking with you today. Yes, we seem to talk a lot, don't we? We do. And this isn't our first time together, but I love having time with you. It's so great to talk. Same here. I do want to say that I wish my last name was so elegant as yours, (laughs) Chenevere. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's very French. (laughs) French Canadian. (laughs) Maybe I should have married a French man. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) They can be sneaky sometimes. (laughs) Oh, and David can't? (laughs) Uh, Well, David's a special case. Maybe he has some French blood in him. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe. (laughs) There's no telling what David's got in him because he's full of it. We are going to talk today about something that you started last year yep. that we were blessed to be a part of, uh, and it is the Step Family Summit. Yes, it's exciting. It is. So, yeah, I am so honored that you accepted my invitation to be a part of uh, the summit last year, and you know, this was a project that I had in the back of my mind for many years. And because of COVID last year, no one was meeting up in person. And I felt we needed something for all step families to connect and find inspiration and hope with everything that was going on. And so... The summit was the way of helping all step families around the world to come together and get the resources they needed to move on and move forward and help them be better at creating stronger and healthier step families. Yeah, we know step families struggle a lot, obviously, or there wouldn't be a 72% failure rate. Yeah. And COVID just intensified the struggles. All of a sudden, the kids are always there, or you had the struggle of, no, that kid can't come here because they were with their mom, and we don't know if she's been gallivanting all over the world. Yeah. It, It caused a lot of 
blended family struggles that we hadn't had to deal with before. Exactly. I know that some of my clients I worked with were challenged beyond anything they could actually handle in questions they were asking that had no, there was no precedent for, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, one of the reminders that I know I shared with them is what is the most important for you? What is the foundation, you know, you want your family to stand on? Because COVID eventually is going to go away, we hope. (laughs) (laughs) And then once all that is gone, what's going to be left uh, of your family? You know, are are you going to focus on what's not working? Or are you going to focus on what's working and how you can come together? So the idea of the summit was to bring not only my opinion or my thoughts, but thoughts and opinions of leaders and experts in the step family world. And so that is why, you know, I brought all these amazing people, including you and David together, so that we could share with everybody else who's asking those same questions, resources, help, support, tools to move, to, to at least know what to do whenever something out of the ordinary happens. Right. And a lot of times we think we want things a certain way. And then we realize, uh, I have a good for instance. David would work from home a couple of days a week and we share an office. No big deal, right? Well, then when he started working from home a little bit more, it's hard for me to listen to the keyboard clacking, him talking, especially when I'm trying to edit podcasts because I have to focus. The next thing you know, he said, well, I'll move my office upstairs. I'm like, no, I like you down here. And now I'm thinking, for the love of God, would you please move upstairs? (laughs) But I know if he did, it would drive us both crazy because I need him beside me sometimes to say, hey, look at this. And we would be running back and forth. So I just have to take a deep breath and think about the long run that I need to be close to my husband. Yeah. And, you know, this reminds me a lot of uh, stepmoms had to have their stepkids at home, right, full time. And for some, it's not that they didn't like having their stepkids around. It's just they didn't want them 24-7 plus homeschooling. So with everything that's gone in the last year, that is the reason why I wanted to do another summit. Summit, our second uh, annual summit this year, where the theme is about self-care. Because again, over the last year, I have seen so many women and men, and let's not negate that men are in need of self-care as well, but I've seen so many step families struggling because they didn't know how to create space for self-care for them. Mm -hmm. So this year's summit is around self-care. And again, I brought back with me a whole bunch of experts around self-care, step family um, dynamics, because I think we need self-care now more than ever. Yes, definitely. And I know years ago, if I would have heard the word self-care 
before I got into the stick family stuff, I would have thought pedicure. (laughs) Now, that is a type of self-care, but that's not really what we're talking about. No. It can be one of the things that you do to give yourself time to relax and to recoup and to get out of the crazy house. But there's so much more to self-care than just a spa day or a pedicure. And it has to be more frequent than a lot of people realize. You might can go six weeks and not get your pedicure done. Your feet are going to get kind of nasty by that time. (laughs) But I personally feel that self-care is something that we should at least take five to 10 minutes a day to do, because we are just as important as the people that we are trying to help in our family. Exactly. And I love that you're sharing these examples. We're in the midst of the Olympics, right? And, you know, a lot of the Olympians are pushed to the limits, just like many of us are pushed to the limits. So, you know, we see Olympians doing these amazing feats. And we think they're invincible. They can do anything. But I just saw just this morning that Simone Biles said, hey, I'm pulling out because the only thing that's super important to me at this moment isn't the medal, but it's my mental health. So if we as step families, as step moms, as, as step dads, as dads, moms could think that way, oh my gosh, we would be so better off and our kids would be so better off as well. Yes. Speaking of that gymnast, she is amazing. I know. And I don't know all the details because I just read bits and pieces, but apparently they had to lower her scores because her routines were so complicated that nobody could compare. Mm. So they wouldn't give her the right scores. They would not give her the number for a difficulty, Yeah, for instance, that they should. And I wonder if that has anything to do with her backing out. And you know, it's hard because we're, we're not in our head, right? And, and I, I see this as comparison. Mm-hmm. She's comparing herself or, uh, or the others. And sometimes when we're comparing ourselves, it's stressing us out. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of stepmoms are comparing themselves to others, to the exes, to a lot of people, and they can't, they, they feel they are not measuring up. So if we're talking about Simone Biles, she feels she's not measuring up, probably even to herself. And because when you see her face, she sees like, wow, I, I know I could do better. And how come I'm not getting the scores or the rewards or the acknowledgement Mm -hmm. that I know I deserve or that I should have. And that's a struggle. That's a definite struggle. Yeah, because if I'm out there kicking butt and I have busted my butt and gotten to this point that, yeah, nobody can touch this. Yeah, It's not a cockiness. It's a reality. She deserves this. And I mean, like you said, we're not in her head, but I can honestly see where she could take this as all my efforts are in vain because they're not acknowledging the difficulty of what I'm doing. They're wanting to 
do the participation awards. I mean, this is the Olympics, people. Yeah. You're looking for the best of the best of the best. And she was it. Yeah. She was it. Yeah. But it is important that she did choose to step back. And for somebody to step back from the Olympics, which you know, that's their goal in life. This is something they've been training for for years. And she just said, it's not worth it. And so can you see like the, how as step families, as step moms and dads, you know, if we focus on what is truly important to us, rather than being right, rather than trying to show others, hey, I can do this. If we really focus on what is core to our lives, to our family, to ourselves, wouldn't we be able to do a better job or or show our kids Mm -hmm. how, how sometimes it's okay to just take a moment and take care of ourselves so that we can do better in the future. Mm-hmm. Maybe not today, but tomorrow or in a week or two. So self-care needs to be addressed more so than ever. Right. And the lack of self-care results in angry, stressed, overwhelmed people. And I don't know why this popped in my head, but I'm going to share it. It's not blended family related, but I was in the fourth grade. Okay, so think back. That was a long time ago. (laughs) My mom would have to leave my lunch money. And she was getting ready to walk out the door. And we had two recliners and a table in between. And that's where she would put the lunch money. And I just happened to see she didn't leave lunch money. And I said, you forgot my lunch money. She turns around like Satan and throws money on the table and says, I guess I won't get to eat today and walks out the door. Now, y'all, I'm not telling you how old I am. But we'll just say that was a long, 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 long time ago. But that is a memory that still to this day hurts me. And you know, I did not eat lunch that day at school because I'm thinking, well, my mama's not eating lunch. You bet your sweet hiney, she ate lunch. (laughs) She was just mad and she took it out on me. Wow. And as step families, we have a tendency to take things out on the stepkids. Yeah. Little Johnny leaves his shoes everywhere. Well, One of the things that we have found, and I'm sure that you've seen this and we've talked about it, is perspective. Yes, it's aggravating when little Johnny leaves his shoes on the floor. But if you look at the whole picture, little Johnny's got feet. He's able to run. He's, you know, active. He's got nice shoes. I mean, you can find positives in the negatives. And you can look at those shoes as a two-second annoyance or a two-hour annoyance. And that choice is yours. Yep. Absolutely. And so, you know, it's it's a matter of taking a breath, sit, stepping back and asking yourself, what is truly important here? What is actually happening? And so part of the what I'm bringing to the summit this year is the perspective of 20 step family and blended family experts. And through the stories and and experience of these 20 experts, we're going to talk about different things to help you create a better life for yourself, a better life for your marriage and your long-term relationship 
and a better life for your kids and stepkids because Mm -hmm. many families have their own children, right? Or even your animals because they feel the stress. Oh, (laughs) absolutely. Yes, that that is so true. I agree with you. And so part of so some of the conversations we're going to have are around some practical tips on what to do before you get involved with someone who has kids, like before you engage in a relationship with a long-term partner. Some of the things to do so that, that your house doesn't feel like it's being like a mess or a wreck. So that you stay sane during this entire process of having your stepkids over. We're going to talk about also what makes happy step couples. We're going to talk about boundaries. Absolutely. Boundaries is so key. And of course, we're going to talk about nachoing. I love this. I think it's important for people to understand what nacho is and what it's not. And we will be addressing this during the summit. And and I know you've said this before. It's not for everybody, but if it's for you, it works miracles. Mm -hmm. And it works outside of the blend. Yes. Yes, absolutely. You know, Mm -hmm. so a lot of what we'll be sharing over the summit has to do with step families, but you can definitely use these strategies and these tips that our our speakers will be sharing for anywhere in your family. So that means whether it's your extended family, if you have an annoying parent of your own or an annoying sibling or someone you just like, hey, okay, you need to stop this and you need to stop it now. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Or even friends and coworkers. But our focus is obviously at step families. And we want to ensure that you have what it it takes to get you to where you want to see yourself and your family. Yes. You mentioned boundaries. Yes. There is a proper way to instill boundaries. And there are a lot of improper ways to do so. Improper ways, for example, would be, I'm not doing anything for your lazy youngin' for the rest of my life, and they can starve to death because I'm not cooking for them. No, that's not a good one. (laughs) Yeah. More of something similar to, I'm stressing out over dinner. Mm -hmm. I need your help. What options do we have to make this a less stressful event? Because dinner and clothes are a huge thing with step family issues. Yes. Yes. And it's it's more about lack of control. Yes. If we're really going to go deep down and into the nitty gritty, all of this is superficial. And, and I'm not saying that's not doesn't bother you. Right. What I'm saying is this is the top layer, the top layer of the onion. If we're, if we're going to use the onion analogy. Everybody uses the onion, I guess, because it makes you cry. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Or releases toxins as yeah. you're crying, right? <laughs> the more you get to the center, the juicier it gets. Um, <laughs> sweeter, I should say. Sweeter. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's not about the dinner. It's not about the shoes. It's about the lack of control you feel 
you don't have. Yes. And so a lot of times I think just looking at what can I do for myself to help me feel that I'm not giving myself up. I'm not losing control that I have some say in the situation. But also, it goes down to saying, I belong here. I, ha- I want my space. I want to feel like, you know, I'm not being pushed out here. Mm-hmm. And so as human beings, we all want to feel like we belong. As human beings, we all want to be included in, in feel like this is, this is for us. We all want to, and especially for parents and for the adults who have kids, we want to know that we're making a positive impact, a positive influence in our kids and stepkids' lives. Mm-hmm. Right? We want to be positive role models. Therefore, we feel that if they're not doing well in our home, other people are going to think we're doing a crappy job of raising these kids. They're going to be disrespectful. They're going to be dirty. They're going to be slobs, blah, blah, blah. And how does that reflect on me as a parent? Well, as a step parent, it's not a reflection on you. But this is something people have a hard time understanding. Yeah, because when they go to dinner... And little Johnny smells like the trash in the back of the restaurant and his hair looks like there's enough grease to fry eggs on it, then that causes issues because people do look at these kids that you're with, you're the older person, and they automatically think that you're the parent. Yeah. So I think all stepmoms and even stepdads should wear shirts that say, those are not my kids. <laughs> and it is hard. I try to look at things like this. You may have a sister that... Her hygiene's horrible. You love her, but for the love of God, change your clothes. What can you do? You can hose her down with Febreze. That's what (laughs) you can do. (laughs) But as a stepmom, you can't do those things. And it's hard, like you said, to have that disconnect of, well, I don't want to go anywhere with little Johnny because people think that he's my kid and I'm letting him dress that way. What's that saying? Other people's opinions shouldn't matter to you. Exactly. And that takes a while. Okay. It's something that is doable. And it's not that you shouldn't care at all because there may be a grain of truth in there. But don't make it all about what other people think about you. Mm-hmm. So if someone gives you an opinion, You could sit and say, is this true? Mm -hmm. Is this really true? Byron Katie uses that method. It's called the work. Mm -hmm. And some of our most important questions that we need to ask ourselves is, is this true? Mm -hmm. Is this really true? And is it true all the time? Mm-hmm. And so what another person sees happening in the spur of a moment may have been true for a fraction of a second, but that does that need to define you as an as a person all the time? Absolutely not. No, and by letting it define you as a person all the time, you are succumbing to a type of unhappiness. Yes. 
So you're trying to please other people without pleasing yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. You're focusing on the happiness of others rather than focusing, does this fit my values? Does this fit my belief? Does this fit what we have as a vision for our family, mm-hmm. right? And it's okay to have more than one vision for a family because, you know, you... and. I talked about this before in, in a previous podcast we did together about micro community, right? Yes. How do you remember that? I remembered it when you said it, but I'm like, she's going to bring up something that I have no memory of. And, and that's okay because micro in my, my definition of a micro community is, and that's how I see step families. They're, they're different sets of families coming together to create this micro community of a family. Mm-hmm. So we're bringing in our, our history, our values, our beliefs, our habits, our ways of doing things. And we're creating this micro community where we have to learn to live together. Because if you think of your community where you are living in, not everybody is like you. No. And I hope not. Mm-hmm. because it would be b- pretty boring. And if you don't like yourself, then you'd hate everybody in your community. That's true. And so a micro community is creating a system where you agree to the, the well-being of the entire, of the whole, so the, um, the micro, of the micro community. So you look for what works for the benefit of all. And so if you're thinking of, okay, I want to make sure these kids whether they're my kids, my stepkids, and think of how can we collaborate to make it that they're okay. Does that mean I need to step out and let you take care of it? Yeah. If that's what works for your micro community, then do it. Mm -hmm. In your micro community, it's more around, okay, I need help here. I need for us to work together because I can't do it on my own. Will that work if you agree on it? So it's, it's, it's having like a council of people, mm-hmm. right? Come together and this council of people come and have this decision of what will work for the micro community. Right. And that's how I define step families. And yeah. And I know people are looking at me weird, like, what do you mean by micro community? So I thought I'd explain that here. <laughs> Well, and it makes sense because you don't have the nuclear family. Yep. You've got baggage from everywhere, all over the world coming in. Yep. Some good, some bad. You've got strengths. You've got weaknesses. You've got headstrong kids that, from the Disney stuff, yep. think the stepmom's evil. Yep. Stepmoms are perceived as evil. And we see it often where the stepkids are nice as they can be to the stepmoms, and then they find out that they're bashing them to their friends. Mm. Well, that's normal. Yeah. They're bashing their parents to their friends also. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is so true, right? Mm-hmm. It's more about peer pressure. Kids want to, especially if you're talking about teenagers, for them, what is most important is their friends. Mm-hmm. Parents are not the... People that they put on the pedestal and say, oh, I adore you. They do that when they're five and six. After mm-hmm. that, forget it. It's gone. Like, yes. You're off that pedestal. You're on the ground. 
and they're stepping on you. So <laughs> with dirty feet. Then with dirty feet, no shoes. <laughs> yes. Oh, nasty. Yeah, I know. But it's true. It's true. So during the summit, since we're going to be talking about the summit. So the summit is in September, September 15th to the 17th, and we have 20 speakers. And some of the speakers that we're having are from different uh, areas. So we have therapists, psychologists, we have coaches, we have authors, we have publishers. I know, Lori, you and um, David are part of this. And I love that you're sharing your expertise about notching. A lot of people don't understand it. And so that's why I am so honored that you're coming back to the summit where you'll talk about notching and that notching is self-care. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's really important for us to understand that for those who decide to do notching in terms of helping them stay sane and save their marriage, right? Not showing is an option that they can definitely do. So I'm looking forward for everybody to listen to this one. It's not punishing your significant other. Oh, no. Or the stepkids. Absolutely. A lot of people go, oh, I'm going to nacho and prove him or show him that this isn't easy and make him do this. No, no, no. No. You're starting off wrong. Yeah, exactly. So if that's your attitude around notching, you definitely need to listen mm-hmm. to our, our call or our presentation during the summit. So another person we have, her name is Meg Burton Tubman. And Meg is a registered, uh, she's a therapist, but she's also a holistic healer. So she does mindfulness and meditation. And, and so she's going to help us with how to use self-care in the real world now and to incorporate it in our daily lives. Does she talk about essential oils? Um, I think she will in, in a way of adding it to part of our of your daily life. Yeah, I love essential oils. It's, I'm a firm believer of essential oils. Yeah. Yep. I was just curious because when you say holistic, that's automatically what I think of is essential oils. Oh, definitely. So she talks a little bit about that, but she's also talking about, you know, what we can do in the moment rather than wait to go somewhere. So she's really about how we can incorporate self-care in the moment, every day, no matter where you're what what's happening in your life. Mm-hmm. And it's very powerful. Actually, uh, me and her did uh, some meditation during our, our call. And it's like, you'll hear me. <gasps> okay. So- <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a Tracy Poisoner. I love her to bits. Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. So we're going to really talk about the power of, you know, taking care of what's stressing us. So finding ways to relieve our stress and our struggles with what's happening with us. And she also talked about dads, how she can help dads as well during this process. So again, we're really talking about everybody. Mm -hmm. We have Naja Hall, who's going to talk to us about happy couples and how to help resolve conflict 
for couples? And what is really the conflict around this? And that's so important because if you can't resolve that conflict, you bury it and then it explodes. And a lot of people think that nachoing is just sweeping everything under the rug. No, it's not. Part of it is the disengaging part, but then you have to figure out how to address those issues. And like you said, peel the onion back. And you have to be able to communicate those struggles properly because if not, they come across as attacks. And you cannot have a happy marriage or happy relationship if the other person feels attacked all the time or judged even. Absolutely. So the way you talk with one another, the words you're using is so key. And I think, you know, once you start understanding that, oh, wow, I keep judging or attacking my partner or my spouse or or even the stepkids or my kids. Mm -hmm. And this is why they're reacting to me this way. Maybe I need to just switch a few things around. We're not asking you to change your whole entire life, but sometimes just doing one or two things differently can make a total difference in how other people react and engage with you. You know, one thing, and I know I'm getting off topic, but a lot of times people will say, why am I the one that has to change? Why is it always me? And I went through that of, oh, Lori's got to change because Lori's the problem. No, Lori was the thermostat that could make the house feel hotter than hell or cool as a cucumber. And own that power, but look at it as you're improving yourself. Nobody's saying that you're bad. It's just things aren't working the way they are, and it can be fine-tuned. And when you look at it as improving yourself versus changing yourself to fit everybody else, it's in lightning. It's empowering. Absolutely. And, you know, I agree with what you're saying that sometimes people say, why does it have to be me? I love your analogy of you're the thermostat, right? And so you have that power. So if you go back to, you know, control, it's not controlling another person, but it's controlling the environment, the situation you're in. And you making that decision about what is it I can do to improve this situation, not make it worse, but to improve this situation. Right. So I le- I look at it as being a role model, mm-hmm. taking charge, looking for solutions rather than focusing on a problem and feeling that, okay, yes, definitely these are the tools or the things I can do to make a difference. And it doesn't have to be big. Yes. So a, f- a few other speakers we're going to have, we're going to Ana Diacasa is coming back and she's going to talk about triggers. Oh my gosh. We need to talk about triggers. Oh Lord, do we need to talk about triggers? And so she has a great uh, talk about triggers where we'll address what they are and how you can deal with those triggers. Another favorite, and she's new this year to our summit, is Mary T. Kelly. She's a psychotherapist, and she's going to talk about how to stop obsessing about his ex. Oh, wow. (laughs) Mary is hilarious. I don't know if she's hilarious during your presentation with her, but she cracks me up. And anytime that she's a part of a call, it's like, here comes the entertainment. (laughs) 
I know. I know. Oh, yeah. Mary is a fool. And, but her information she's sharing is spot on. Yes. I mean, she's been a, a therapist for many, many years. I'm not going to say how many. She'll let, uh, we'll let her tell, uh, tell us. And then, but it's really helpful and supportive. We also have Joel Habecker, who is going to talk about the five conversations all blended families need to have. That is not to be missed. Oh, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, someone I, I really love having in talking with is Brenda Oaken. So if you're part of the Stepmom magazine, this is going to be a treat because we have Brenda and her husband, Greg, mm-hmm. and we're having a conversation with me and Bernard. <gasps> no, yes, you get to meet Bernard <laughs> on a call in person. Oh. I'm so excited. I love it. So all four of us are coming together and we're talking about, you know, couple time and couple self-care because I think this is so key. And this is, I, this is a great moment. And then we have Wednesday Martin, who is the author of Step Monster. Yes. And so she has a lot of great information. She's passionate about helping step families, specifically step moms. She really uh, zoned in on some of the key areas why step moms are struggling so much. And so, and I have, of course, there's a few more here, but I didn't want to take all our time. I, I need to leave some surprises for you guys. That's true. Now, I have a question about Wednesday, Martin. Yes. Was she born on a Wednesday? I have no idea. <laughs> so you know what? When we're in our group, uh, because we have a Facebook group, that could be a question you can ask her, and I'll have her answer it. Uh, were you born on Wednesday? So part of the summit is, you know, yeah, we're going to be sharing a lot of information and One thing I know is that, you know, when you have a lot of information, if you don't use it, it's a waste of your time. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we have or that I've created was a workbook just for you so that when you're attending, when you're listening to all this great information, you're taking notes. Mm -hmm. Because the, the idea behind this workbook is that it becomes your personal guidebook into how to help your step family become what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Not what I tell you it should be or the neighbors or everybody else, what you want it to be. So that means that when you're there, you take notes, you listen, you ask questions. So that's the reason for the Facebook group as well. It's a private Facebook group and only those that attend the summit or are part of the summit are invited to be a part of it. And you get to ask questions. What a unique, amazing opportunity so that you can ask the questions that pertain to your situation. And who knows, it may help other people that are in the group think, oh, you know what? I hadn't thought of it that way. Yes. Or down the road, right? Maybe it's not a, you don't, you don't, have teenagers at this moment, but your kids are going to grow up to be teenagers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, and it's like, uh huh, oh my. 
What am I going to do with these kids? Or if you have adult fit kids, that's a whole different ballgame. You Mm -hmm. need to know how to address adult stepkids because you don't talk to adult stepkids the way you do to teenagers or to kids. Right. They'll let you know. Mm -hmm. I can guarantee you that. Yes. And so the idea behind all of this is to help you, not just for today, not just for tomorrow, but down the road. So in a year, two years, who knows, five years. So as you attend, we have options for you to be able to purchase the the recordings and the packages with amazing bonuses. Each of our speakers are offering additional tools for you to use, not just to download and put it in your bag or your drawer of we'll use one day. We want (laughs) you to use them now, Mm -hmm. right? At least look at them and engage. Never before have we had such an amazing event or an amazing group of people come together to with the mindset of helping step family. And the other thing I want to mention, you know, step family National Step Family Day is on September 16th. And I love Christy Borgo to sing to bits. She is the founder and creator of National Step Family Day. And so in honor of her, that is why we're having the Step Family uh, Summit, because she's worked so hard to make sure that people understand and find the help and support on how to come together as step families and create stronger and healthier step families. Yes. For those that don't know what a summit is, they go to your page and they sign up to be a part of the summit. And there's different packages, but there's a free package. Yeah. So you're offering this where people don't have to pay squat to get access to this information. And I would encourage you, even if you don't think that someone that is speaking has anything pertinent for you, to listen anyway. If you are closed-minded, you will never get the help you need. And even if there's a... Stepmom that seems like, oh, her life's just been butterflies and unicorns and rainbows and all that happy stuff. And you're thinking, she has no idea. She may say one thing in a 30-second blurb that could change your life. So don't look at these people and think, oh, they don't understand or they're not in the same situation. Look at it as information to teach you things that you may not think of otherwise. Yeah, that is such an important uh, point you're making because it's easy to look at a person from the outside thinking, oh, you have it easy. You don't know what what I'm going through. We don't all share our personal stories online Mm -hmm. because we've all been through our own personal challenges. Mm -hmm. And... Although I, I share some of the struggles I've had with, with my own step family, stepmom journey, not everything is shared in, in a public forum. Yes. As it, and as, as it should. But let me tell you that each one of the people that are speaking 
know definitely the challenges and struggles of what it is to be in a step family. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee you this. I've handpicked all of the speakers because I wanted the people who are speaking here to offer everybody some nugget of information. And I agree with you, Lori, 100%. It could be just that one phrase, mm-hmm. that one strategy that could change everything. Mm-hmm. Over the years, I've listened to so many people talk. And, you know, and I, I love learning. I, for me, knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. Knowledge is what makes the difference between success and not. Mm-hmm. But if you're not using that knowledge, it's it's useless. Right. But the, the the reason for the workbook and the reason for offering it for free is so there's no excuse for you to not be able to attend. So if you feel like I just want to listen because I'm not sure what's going to be there, I made that option available for you. Now, mind you, the recordings are available for 24 hours. So after they're they're there, they're available for 24 hours. So if you can't be there live, listen while we're there. You do have the option to be able to listen to the recordings 24 hours. Now, now we're all busy (laughs) and we're like crazy, insane busy. And I got this. I, 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 I understand this piece. I'm like you and Lori, you're the same, right? You wanna get a lot of information, but you're thinking. How can I listen to 20 people in three days? I can't fit it in. Mm -hmm. So that's why I made two packages because we're talking about packages. One of the options is audio only. So if you're the type of person who likes to listen to audio, you get the workbook with all the bonuses. And I mean, the bonuses are super awesome. So, but they're available with the workbook. So you'll need to download the workbook in order to get the bonuses Mm -hmm. and to take notes. And I have a special message in there. I I write a personal message to you in my workbook because, yeah, that's my mission. I just want to have more happy or successful step families, the way you define success. So there's a package where it's audio only. So you can listen to the audio recordings, take notes whenever, and it's lifetime access. So that's one of the packages. The second package, which is my personal favorite, is I call it the VIP bundle. And in there you get the video. You get to see our faces. And that's important because we make some strange faces, y'all. <laughs> And there's going to be bloopers. <gasps> Bang, there's bloopers. That scares so, me. Yeah. And nobody <laughs> knows what those bloopers are. And I'm not letting anybody know be, be ahead of time. So there's bloopers. <laughs> so there's um, so there's the video. There's the audio. And there's the transcript. And I think, you know, people say, oh, transcript. What am I going to do with this? You know, one of the great things about transcripts is that sometimes you don't want to be listening. You don't want to be plugged in. So you can read it. You can take notes on it. You can share it with your partner, your spouse. If you're going to the therapist or a coach, and I'm really encouraging, I'm hoping that I have therapists and coaches that are interested in learning and understanding about step families join this summit because it's not just for step families, but anybody who wants to work with step families, whether you're a therapist, psychologist, um, counselor, Mm -hmm. a coach, and you want to learn more, 
please attend this summit. It's for you as well. Yes, because there are way too many therapists, counselors, psychiatrists, psychologists, whatever, that do not understand the struggles of the blend. Yeah. And their response is, you're just not loving them enough. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so hurtful. And to a struggling stepmom, that honestly could be a suicidal trigger. And I'm not exaggerating. Yeah, you and I have both had the unfortunate um, opportunity to work with people on the verge of suicide or who have attempted it. Yes. And so, which is an even bigger reason for the summit is to reach all of them so that they're feeling there's hope for them. Mm-hmm. And that hope is to continue forward rather than in their, their lives. Yes. So the VIP with the, the transcripts is so that you have a written form of what the conversation was about. Because sometimes we just need to read it for us to understand. And you have pl- place to write notes and comments, highlight. You know, the more you mark it up, the better it is. And mm-hmm. it's about, it's for you. Now, this year, I'm doing something super special for the VIPs. Uh-oh. And so for the first 50 who buy the VIP bundle, they will get a swag bag. And a swag bag, if you don't know what it is, is a package you will receive by mail. I don't care where you live. It's all over the world. What? You mean if I live in Timbuktu, you're going to send me something? Yes, I will. And this is my gift to you. Oh. And inside, there's going to be some gifts. There's going to be some... I'm I'm not going to say what's in there because it's so amazing. Like, I'm looking at these... And I'm saying, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So I'm going to say there's going to be some books, stickers, gifts, promos, cards, anyway, a whole bunch of stuff. And lots of love. And plenty of love. So this is the first time I'm doing this. And I'm hoping to run out of my 50 uh, swag mangs. So that if that's the case, then I'm going to have to think, oh, maybe I need to do something better next year and do some more swag bags. Yes. So this is just obviously just for the VIP bundle holders. But and anybody who gets the VIP gets extra bonuses that are just for the VIP holders, which, again, are incredible. I'll be sharing the bonuses and the VIP bonuses on the website. So if you really want to know who all the speakers are and what the bonuses are, it'll be in the, on the website. And what is that website? So the website is thestepfamilysummit.com. Okay. www.thestepfamilysummit.com. Exactly. I'm so excited. And the more you were talking about stuff, I'm like, oh, I can't wait. And you answered one of my questions because I do want to listen to everybody. And so I'm glad that you're offering it for 24 hours because that means whatever you release on Friday, I can listen to on Saturday. What you release on Saturday, I can listen to on Sunday and so forth. And it gives you a little bit more time. But I have to say, if I wasn't a part of this, I would do the VIP thing 
mainly for the transcript. And the reason I say that is I'm probably because I'm old and I'm old school, (laughs) but I like stuff in my hands. I like to write in notebooks. I like to buy actual books, not just on the Kindle. And it just means something to have something physical in your hands that you can touch. And like you said, you can refer back to later. You can store it in your safe deposit box so nobody knows about it. (laughs) To me, it's just important to have that. I agree. And the other thing I forgot to mention is during the summit, we're going to have some breakouts. So we're going to have some lunch breaks and VIP parties, um, which is new this year as well. So if you're a VIP bundle holder, we're going to have special breakout events for you. And we have a, on Saturday night, we're going to have a VIP party. And so this is a way of getting together, celebrating, asking questions, getting to know one another. So there's a lot going on in those three days. And again, it's all about honoring the step family. For so many years, people are saying, oh, Oh, so I want this to be a celebration of where we can be as the families and where we're going. It's about celebrating all the steps we take to make ourselves better to be seen as <laughs> to be seen as normal, right? Mm-hmm. We're not abnormal. We're not less than. We are a family. Mm -hmm. And however you want to define family, or like I like to say, a micro community. Mm -hmm. And so we need to celebrate where we are and where we're going. Yes. So this is a celebration for step families. Yes. And one thing that I love about this is a lot of the people that you're having as guests have been step parents for a long time. Yep. These these aren't newbies. No. Nope. N- nothing's wrong with newbies. Yep. But there's so much experience tied into your speakers. Yeah. I mean, it's golden. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that because me and David are a part of it, but you know, <laughs> it's golden like nacho cheese. <laughs> I love it. And it's true, right? Yeah, I have a few newbies, but they have the experience of what it's like to be a new step parent. So I, I think that's an important key. Mm-hmm. But Bernard and I have been together for 31 years. So it's pretty hard to not see all the years we've been together. And we have several that have been together for, for many years. And again, I'll let them tell you mm-hmm. how many years. <laughs> um, but Bernard and I have been together for 31 years. So this is pre-internet pre-support group, pre-everything that mm-hmm. we're seeing today that so many stepmoms and stepdads and dads and moms now have that wasn't in, that wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. So you are so lucky and uh, in a position to be able to access information that wasn't there. Now, mind you, not all information is good. <laughs> yes. We know this. We've yes. seen some harrowing examples of you can't 
be serious when you're saying this to someone. Mm -hmm. This is so dangerous. And so this is why, again, the reason for the summit. The summit is bringing together experts and like-minded people to share information and resources that you can use to create a stronger and healthier step family one step at a time. Yes. And that's so important to remember. So I'm glad you brought that up. A lot of times people expect things to happen quickly, even with a nacho thing. I've been nachoing for two weeks and I haven't seen results. Well, you were the evil stepmom for four years. (laughs) Two weeks when you only have the stepkids every other weekend means you've seen them two times. Yeah. You know, you it takes time. And one of the things that David and I stress to people is it's a journey. Yes. It's not a race. It doesn't matter if your next door neighbors have been blending for 10 years and their life's great and you've been blending for 10 years and you're finally hitting the rocks. Yeah. That doesn't don't compare yourself to them. Yeah. Focus on your own family and find the good. <laughs> No matter how bad your situation is, you can find the good. And I say that knowing that at one point in my blended life, I could not have found any good Mm -hmm. because I was so wrapped up in playing victim, for lack of a better phrase. And you know, I hate that phrase of (laughs) playing victim. But when we're so wrapped up in our own hurt and our own attacks, it's hard to see the struggles that everybody else is going through. And David and his kids, everybody was struggling. It wasn't just me. Exactly. And, you know, the thing is that when you're in that victim mode, you can't see. No. You, you, your amygdala has been hijacked, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? If you're going, if we're going to use neuroscience, because that's one of the areas I love is neuroscience. So yes. your amygdala is hijacked. And there's no way for you to see anything. And so, again, if we're looking at self-care, that's the reason self-care is so key to help you see better, to to free up that, to release your amygdala from the hijackers. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. And so, yeah, and so this is the reason self-care is so key and the reason for doing this summit and the theme of this summit being self-care. I'm so excited for this. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear all the speakers and find out what you put in the swag bags. And (laughs) I'm definitely interested in the bloopers. I'm just excited that you started this. And I'm glad that you decided to continue to do this. And I can't wait till you have the 10th anniversary of the Step Family Summit. Yep. In eight years. Yeah. We'll be together for 39 years. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yes. yes. It'll be a major milestone. <laughs> People can look at us and go, they're not struggling. Look at, look at them. They're happy. They're laughing. Oh, people. <sighs> I'm, I'm going to tell you, Claudette went through hell. Lori went through hell. But we came out of it yeah. not smelling like a rose. And it was okay because we needed to smell like we'd been burnt by the fires for us to be able to help other people. And that is, I know my calling and I know it's your calling and I know the other speakers, it's their calling. This is something that's born in you. 
to help other people so they don't have to go through these struggles. And this Step Family Summit, it can prevent you from going through all the crap that we went through. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying you won't go through crap. No, you'll go through crap. You will. But it will be shorter. It won't Mm -hmm. be years. And it won't be as intense. So we're like the roller coaster ride won't be as steep and as scary. Yes. Right. So you'll go on that roller coaster ride, but you'll know that, oh, okay, this is going to be short lived. Let's go back to my workbook. Who said, oh, yeah, I remember Lori in my, my transcript here. I highlighted what Lori said here about not chewing. Okay, so let's put this in practice because you have a workbook, you took notes. So this is your guide, your personal guidebook. I don't know of any other event that has this. And for, I can tell you for as long as I'm breathing, I will continue offering summits and I can't wait to celebrate 10 years with you by my side. Yes. 20 years, 30 years. (laughs) But 30, maybe not because I'll be 90 and it's like, my voice might be a little, who knows? Who knows? Could you imagine us in 30 years? We'll be like, yeah, when I married David, he was a little whippersnapper. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I'll look at, yeah, Bernard was tall, but now he's shrinking. I don't know why he's (laughs) shrinking, but, you know. (laughs) Oh, this has been great having you. And tell everybody again where they can find you, where they can find the Step Family Summit information and anything else you can think of. Well, thank you so much, Lori, for having me here. This was great. So you can find me. My, my personal business is stepmomcoach.com. This is my business. The summit is thestepfamilysummit.com. If you use the hashtag stepmomcoach, you will find me on LinkedIn. You'll find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Pinterest, where else? Uh, YouTube. So I'm everywhere. Ooh. But I've been doing this for years. So, you know, over the years, I accumulated. Uh, so, so do hashtags that mom coach and you'll find me on social media. And but for the summit, if you use the, sum, the hashtag, the step family summit, you'll be able to find it as well. Awesome. All right. So y'all go look it up and get on that VIP thing so you can get the swag bag. You can have forever access and you can come to the party with us. Yes, we will love having you with us. We will have a ball and you'll get to talk with amazing people. Yes. Well, thanks again. And we will talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay, David. We yapped so much in the beginning. Yeah, we're just going to end it right here because we put it all in the front. Why did we do that? Because we could for my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Thanks, folks, for listening. And be sure to join us next week for another exciting episode. I'm not through. What do you need to say? I need somebody to sing happy birthday to you. All right. Well. And it's not going to be me. And I can't play the go shorty. It's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. (laughs) We're going to drink Bacardi like it's your birthday. Because that's like a trademark issue. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not just a trademark issue, but they probably wouldn't want you singing anything. Oh, for- remember Marilyn Monroe sang at John F. Kennedy's 
She was like, happy, happy birthday. John. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite, and I think y'all have heard this, is from Mama's Family. If you don't know what Mama's Family is, it was a show back in, I don't know, years and years and years ago with Carol Burnett and some other funny people. (laughs) And Eunice was her daughter. And she was a funny person too. Can't remember who she was. Anyway, or was that Carol Burnett? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so she says to her mama, she goes, happy, happy birthday, mama. <laughs> <laughs> and it cracks me up every time. All righty. Good deal. Well, if anybody wants to sing happy birthday to me, um, send me a message on Facebook and I'll call. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, for David's birthday, go good leave review. us a good review. Yeah. A eight-star review. <laughs> a five stars, one for every decade. There you go. How about that? Awesome. Sounds good. All right. Are we good now? I'm good now. Okay. Thanks for listening again, folks. Join us next week when we don't hear Lori say anything and we actually get to the podcast quicker. <laughs> what? <laughs> and remember for Lori and myself that life is good. When you nacho your husband. <laughs> listening to this episode of the Nacho Kids podcast. Find us online at nachokids.com. Until next time, remember, life is good when you nacho.